1050073 MSRP49965 includes all rebates and incentives must finance to Hyundai excludes tax on license with approved credit CDL for complete details offer valid through 531.23 dealer stock only warranties limited powertrain warranty ckia.com or retailer for details Hey Jeff Allen you ready to command the road at Gossip Kia South Mount Moriah Listen to this Randy I've got a world performance car 2023 Kia EV6 wind EPA estimate range 310 miles at 499 a month 4999 due at signing Whoa. and a 2023 Kia Seltos LX SUV 34 MPG 263 a month $29.99 due at signing. Plus a 2023 Kia Sportage LX, $288 a month, $34.99 due at signing. All 36 month lease. And Kia's 10 year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. Whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Kia, Mount Mariah. 2680 Mount Mariah or KiaMountMariah.com. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's Sports Station. 92.9 FM ESPN. To the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. Coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929ESPN. Sitting in the main studios, the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist. The lead sports columnist of the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. A top three sports columnist in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter at MGianotto. Mark, good day, sir. It's always nice when you can, uh, like, a major Thursday, you know? It's always, I know they play golf every week, but, like, I'm going to be honest. I, I, like, when it's here in Memphis, of course I pay attention. Um, But I like, you know, weekday, like, day, weekday, daytime sports, always just, because you just don't get it that much, it's it's a nice boost. Sporting event that starts in the morning and like yeah, you can, just feel you feel yeah. better about your day because you got that you're like oh well like I I got to do this but I can have I can have the PGA Championship on in the background. The other thing is the live the live split or whatever the PGA Tour. I just think it, but so much more. The unintended consequences. The majors are just all that matters now. Like yeah, that's true, and you're right. It's these the, feel these feel massive because it's like the only times we see them all together. Yeah, that's a good point too. Um I, I liked. Uh, we haven't really talked about it. Maybe we'll talk about it in the. Although list you got to work really hard to see Bryson, despite the fact he's one off the lead. Mm, interesting. It he, appears his so, star has really fallen. Like, and I mean star, like his villain star has yeah, really no, but fallen. But it's just his his exposure. Yeah, he got overexposed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and now he gets no exposure. That's that's true. He went from overexposed yeah. to completely not exposed. Yes. Um, well, it is a Thursday. We've got sports going on last night during the day, tonight. It's time for some takes. It's so it's Tasty Take Thursday. Mm-hmm. We, we got we got we got we've been workshopping some um, because I haven't added a few that you're not going to be ready for. Well, and well, and here's the thing. I mean, we're now on what day? We're on this is this is the fourth day of week, fourth day of the week. We're on day four of John Morant takes. Mm-hmm. Like. They're coming from all sorts of directions, Jeffrey. It is um, it is amazing the crossover appeal of this Jammer of Morant situation. Like everyone, you know, it's like the it's gotten the attention of like the non sports yeah. fan, you know, and it's it's amazing that um it it speaks to I guess his the star he had reached. I guess I think it's twofold. ultimately, I and think- then the, it's this the, the these are uh. Which we, these are like uh, electrical fence issues, if you will. You know, like these are big hot button issues that he's involved in, too. Yeah, it's like the uh, Dan Carlin, who's uh, his uh, podcast, Hardcore History. He's It's like mm-hmm. a big, big nerd podcast. But he used to host a show uh, in Oregon, and he'd have politicians on. And the politicians would say, you know, right before, right before you're running for re-election, you'd go... If you're a Democrat, you go find a Republican. If you're a Republican, you go find a Democrat. And right before the election season, then go, all right, I'm going to introduce a, I'm going to introduce an abortion bill. Because 
you would introduce something on abortion, a hot button, yes. because you got to take your stance and it would rally people, and then he would get to take his stance and rally people. It's like they w- it would be coordinated. It's like guns are the same thing. Like mm-hmm. we, we've got everyone. Everyone's here. He's a star. And then mm-hmm. it is just ripe for – it's just ripe for takes. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll dive into that in a second. Uh, Eric Hasseltine, voice of the Memphis Grizzlies, will join us at 240. Uh, we will get his – we missed him last week. We will get his thoughts on uh, all things Grizzlies later this hour. Three o'clock or so, we'll get into the list. Prominent new name back in the transfer portal, Caleb Love. Uh, we'll discuss uh, his decommitment from Michigan. Will Memphis get involved? We'll see. Um, also, Lakers-Nuggets game two is tonight. We had Celtics-Heat game one. The aforementioned PGA Championship. Tiger Woods not playing in the PGA Championship but got a victory today. A birdie. A birdie. Would you call this win a birdie? No. He, we, were never, we were never threatened. Okay. This was never an issue. I told you this from day one. Okay. I know when Steiny is, I know when he's shaking in his boots. Mm-hmm. This was not a situation. Well, it turns out Tiger's lawyers know how to write a good NDA. That's what we learned today. Mark, they're very experienced. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then 3.30 or so, Jason Smith. Uh, of the Jason and John show, he'll join us. We'll get his thoughts on uh, Tiger basketball, Grizzlies, John Morant, all that. So lots and lots to get to. Um, but I think we have to start Tasty Take Thursday with some John Morant takes. We've been we've we've had them all week. I mean, it, no, no how, sense when, stopping us now. When 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 is when does it become over the like not not over the line, but like just. Too much. When when it's become too much with the John Morant takes? Have we reached it? Are we at Three this? Days ago? Are we oversaturated already? Yes. When you get when you get the Today Show weighing in, that's yeah. when probably it's too much. CNN is. I've seen a CNN roundtable about it as a well. Table. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was like four. You know, one of those like four. You know, four or five different commentators sitting around one of those glass tables. With fancy graphics no behind loves, them. No one loves a self-righteous table discussion quite <laughs> like CNN. Um, and and now recently, now in the last 24 hours or so, now Charles Barkley weighed in. You know, the whole the whole inside the NBA crew weighed in. But Charles Barkley got the most attention calling out idiots in the media uh, who are making this a Second Amendment issue for John Morant. Um, you had... Uh, Jameel Hill has weighed in for the Atlantic. Glad she's here. Think you know, like literally a th- you know. Uh, I thought we were done with her. Dan Wetzel at Yahoo has weighed in on Barkley's weigh in. Oh yes, we've now hit. We've hit like the third level of taking. This is take squared. He's he's given a take on a take. Wait, but Barkley was also giving a take on a take. So oh, this, so is, this is wow. a take on a take that was on another take. Yeah, triple take. This is take inception. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm going to be honest, pretty uniformly, uh, pretty uniformly uh, calling for John Morant to get a uh, significant uh, punishment here. No, no one's. Well, here. No, okay. Only, the only person you've heard in the last two days go like give some sort of like prominent person, I should say, like prominent media member is J.J. Redick has come out and said like, Hey, what do we do? We shouldn't go so hard on John Morant. JJ Redick, to be fair to him, like said he would he should be suspended. Like Correct. it's not like he was saying like the 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 closest anyone will go is like, well, he shouldn't be suspended forever. You know, like that that's as far as people are willing to go. Correct. Here was when I realized we were officially tapped out. When you started to get the takes that were uh when you reach the point when somebody is arguing with something that doesn't exist, the here's why you're wrong if you believe John Morant shouldn't be suspended. Mm-hmm. Since nobody's saying that, like yeah. even John Morant defenders are like, yeah, he's going to get suspended, but yeah. like, can don't we, suspend him for 30 games. Come the, on, yeah. it's like, can we pump the brakes here? Like, you know what I mean? Like nobody died. There's there are people that are out there with that, but no one is actually arguing zero game suspension. <laughs> There's no one. Yeah, no, no one. Um, and so here's here's my take though on this because I worry about this that there is such like this this parade of takesmen and takeswomen uh, 
calling for Ja to get this, you know, to like, you know, bring, you know, bring the hammer down on Ja Morant with this, uh, you know, he's, this is, this was so dumb. What he did, you have to throw the book at him. And here's, here's my take, Jeffrey. I think Adam Silver is too weak as a commissioner in this case to disappoint the media. Unfo- I like I, that. So, because there's a couple of things here. I think because because the way Ja handled this, where it appeared, you know, Silver gave off the appearance of that initial time in New York of, listen, a stern. He gave him a stern talking to, but then ultimately gave him a little pat on the butt. Said, "Hey, take a time out and you know, be a be a good boy. Get him next time. Yeah, get him next time." Um, but he didn't mean like go live next time. <laughs> and Ja went out and you know did what he did last weekend. And he can't give off the appearance now. Like, he can't, you know, like, ultimately when you took it light on him and he, and he you know. Here's why I like Broke that. the truth. Broke that, uh, broke that uh, agreement, if you will. You know, so I, I and I think the, the media in a weird way is like, you know, ultimately giving him some cover here because everyone's uniformly saying Josh should get this severe punishment. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know, is he strong enough? To like go against the grain, which it feels like if you're going to be any sort of lenient here, that's that's what it's going to involve. It's going to involve, you know, going against the grain a little bit, going against what the popular opinion seems to be nationally. I like this take a lot because essentially if I were to distill down your take, what you're saying is Adam Silver is so weak, he's going to come across as strong. <laughs> yes. I like this. This is like the yes. classic like... Yes. Leader who's in trouble. Th- Correct. Yeah. You know, it's like it's the it's the wounded animal and the yep. you know backed into a corner. Yep. Snapping. It crashes yes. out hard. Yeah. Yeah. And no, jaws the jaws the thing in yeah. front of him right now. Yeah, that's a good take. I w- I had something kind of in the same vein. It it appeals to what just an absolute like weasel Adam Silver is just in general. Oh wow, we're going after Adam Silver today. Huh? Oh, I, I I he's the most overrated person in sports. He seems like a nice guy, though. I will Whatever. say, he, but yeah, I can agree with you that he gets too much. He's gotten too much credit for correct. being like this great commissioner. I do think he comes off as like a. Whereas like Gary Bettman doesn't come off as like a nice guy. I mean, he might be, but like his public persona, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to be friends with that Let guy. Let me tell you how pleasant of a guy I'd be if I walked into Cadell, a f- same way. I like Cadell, I was like, you know, whatever he is as a commissioner, good, bad, whatever. I don't know if I'd want to be friends with that guy. Cadell is like, like a politician. But he's also like a wannabe, like tough guy. You know what I mean? Like he wants to kind of be a bully, but mm-hmm. it, he's clearly like two faced, whatnot. Manfred, I don't know enough about to fully form opinion. My gut is that, eh, not really. Silver's the one who I'm like, oh, this seems like a nice guy at least. Manfred strikes me as right place, right time. Um, yeah. I, here, here's my thing with Adam Silver. He's gonna focus group this John Morant punishment. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Focus group. He's gonna, what are the groups? Well, we're going to do everything from we're going to talk to, of course, the players. Yeah, the players' union. Of course, the governors. <laughs> the governors. Of course, the governors. We're going to probably talk to some youth groups, right? Uh, some activists. We're definitely going to talk to some juvenile crimes yeah, type stuff. Or just like, uh, no, they're going to talk to like some George Soros type people. Boys and girls clubs. No, it's the yeah. people that are like, uh, you know, uh, uh, traditional. Traditional discipline doesn't work. Those people, like those kind of activist groups. Okay. We're going to get some of them in alternative, there. Alternative yeah. uh, discipline. Correct. We're, we're going to get we're gonna get a nice and committed, if you will, punishment. Mm, interesting. It's going to be workshop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like these takes. Correct. <laughs> Wait, and what do you think? What do you think that machine of uh, different bodies and lobbyists and whatever – uh, whatever you want to call them, uh, influences. What do you think? The you, Do you have a new, as we reach day four, has your mind changed at all in terms of, uh, spe- has, do you have a new new form of speculation about the punishment? Or is your speculation still the same? Can we define if Miles Bridges, like, because we mentioned it yesterday. Like, the official suspension was, what, 30-something games, 32 30, games? 30 games. 30 games. But as we pointed out, he literally got sat down for like a whole season. Like well, it was, it was like he missed twenty. Like twenty of the games were when he was was when were when he was on an indefinite suspension, and then the last ten were part of the thirty, and then he didn't get signed by anyone, and Here, so he missed the whole year. 
So with Silver's focus group, of course, you know someone's going to ask, can we really give a stronger suspension than what Bridges got? I don't think you can. He beat the crap out of his oh, wife the, in the front of his kid. Everything, like it, uh, you know, uh, unbelievable. I don't know. Maybe back to twenty, but like at a certain point, I guess this is the question: Does Adam Silver get the attaboys if he comes out with the twenty-game suspension? Is that gonna? Is that going to satisfy? The people that he clearly cares about. I think it's a pretty significant punishment because it's literally, you're literally saying. I agree with you, but my point is it now feels like if he doesn't get suspended for half a year, that there's going to be people outraged. And Silver feels like the guy that cares about the fake outrage, unless it's about China. I just feel like, I feel like once it's actually instituted, people will realize they've not only suspended John Marin for 20 games. They have literally said, you're not going to be an all-star this year, and you're not going to be all-NBA this year. You're not going to be eligible for anything yeah. this year. Like, that is a pretty, that's a pretty hefty, you know, like, that's a heavy, you know, ah, that, that's a heavy punishment. And so, I think when it's actually instituted, people will, you know, start, really look at it and go, oh, like, this is a pretty significant deal. 20, 25 games, whatever it ends, you know, whatever Something like that. I just think half a season seems like it seems very arbitrary, you know, and and especially well, I mean, based on some of these other hold punishments. On, let's be clear: the whole thing is arbitrary. Exactly. But it's not like there a are some, matrix. there are previous punishments that you're bringing up that should serve as guidelines ultimately, especially you know. And I just don't think Adam Silver is going to want this story to extend. So he's not going to want to get into a prolonged fight with the players union on this. I don't no, think I, I think Oh, you and I completely agree on this. I do think he's going to come to an agreement with that. In them. the end they're going to they're going to I don't think they want the public fight with the with the union. No, it just extends the story. You want to just be done with this story when you know but you know when you can. But I feel like Adam Silver's going to need a good faith effort from the players union. You can't just say, like, you're going to fight everything. Like, he needs a good faith effort. Yeah. Um, Silver's definitely somebody that says good faith in his... In, in his I don't know what the hate of Adam Silver is. Because he's, he's just... Can, he's literally... Like, his, his entire existence was being David Stern's right-hand man. Like, if he would have been up for the gig, like... He handled some stuff well at the beginning. I think I think he gets overblown. It's almost like honestly what the Grizzlies front office is going through right now. Like the Grizzlies front office did like a lot of really good things the first couple of years, and rightfully so. The last year got kind of a I don't want to say a free pass, but you're kind of like all right, I'll trust you, you know. And I think name the good stuff he's done. He like that the negotiating the, a TV deal. The Clippers were about to boycott a playoff game, and he got them back onto the court and got Sterling in short order to sell the team. That was like going to be a catastrophe for the league back when he first took over as commissioner. Do you really think that he was the only commissioner that could get Donald Sterling when he's on? When you had him with the tape and whatnot, like, I'm just saying he got credit. He's he's let, people credited he's let him load for management. Oh, completely overtake the league. To where now it's a thing. Oh, he has completely, completely watered down his regular season to a to a level that it doesn't work. I'm anymore. not saying he's doing a good job now. I'm saying like I think he's done some good things as commissioner. I agree with your sentiment that he is, you know, his effectiveness is overrated, and there are things right oh, now. Wait, what a heroic move by Adam Silver to get to get Donald Sterling two plus billion dollars. I'm just saying it was not hard. He, they had wanted him out of the league for a while, and he was able to execute, if you will, getting him out of the league by literally creating the highest sale price we've ever seen. I'm just saying Sterling hadn't wanted to sell before that. Yeah, because they couldn't go find a Microsoft billionaire to sit there and pay two billion for something at the time was worth like eight hundred million. And the other question is, how much credit do you give him for the escalating? net value of these franchises is that just like market driven absolutely zero zero yeah. all i all look at every franchise that is getting sold right now mm-hmm. it what happened was billionaires started wanting them well to your point 
I think he. I think Adam Silver is going to be is an easily maneuverable figure. Oh in yeah, this no, he's in, a jellyfish. He's in this, spineless. except though, for Jaw, like Jaw's not going to be able to maneuver him, if you will. I don't think. It, not this time. I guess this is my tasty take. The most important, the most important advocate right now for Ja Morant is the Players Union. Yeah, they have to come. Like if, Jaren, he needs Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh yeah, he needs Jaron Jackson Jr. to be campaigning for him behind the scenes. All right, you got anything else? Because I got some others that I that I'm warned you about. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, let's get that. Let's get some of these. Uh, you know these. Uh, Surprise shots in. All right. Uh, Joe Mazzulla better win this playoff series. No. <laughs> Why? Well, not- we, have we ever had? Have we ever had? The so- only way he's keeping his job is if they win the title. There's no, I don't, I think he could win this series and lose in the finals and he still won't keep his job. Okay. But you can also envision a way he keeps his job. He makes the finals. Yes. But I still think even, and even if he wins the finals, he's like a bad losing streak next season from getting fired. He really is like it really is like one of those situations where you see it like in college. Kind of like what uh, Rodney Terry did. Like Terry's like he better get to the sweet sixteen if he wants this job. Texas guy. Yeah. yeah. Like we are now we're we're no longer judging whether or not people actually think he's capable of doing the job. It feels like he has to get to a certain level. <laughs> but the fact that the Celtics keep losing in a fashion that's like a repeat script. Like when you literally sit there and go, haven't I watched this before? Like when we, we've seen this. I think it gets overlooked because they got it together last year that like for 50 games last season, they were a mess of a team. And especially right at the start. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just confused with them whether this is concerning or I'm starting to get to the point where it's like, well, they do this so often. Maybe this is just their thing. They, you know, like they've now. They, they, have you looked at the home records of the oh, teams yeah. in the NBA playoffs? Like everyone left has these immaculate home records, and then I think the Celtics are now four and four at home or four and five. So neither the Lakers nor the Nuggets have lost at home yet. Mm-hmm. I believe the Nuggets are now seven and zero. The Lakers are still six and zero. I think the Heat have lost like once at home. Yeah, and it felt like it wasn't like a game where they sat like half the team. It was the Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh it was uh you know what it was? It was game three against the Bucks. It was the game they lost to the Bucks, right? No. Yeah. Cause remember they they went up two nothing on the Bucks and then the Bucks got one in Miami. Yeah, because then you're like, okay, then Giannis is gonna come back. Like yeah. yeah. They got one in Miami. That's the one. No, I mean, it just feels like because it's not only is he like a glorified interim? Mm-hmm. I think the other issue, and I know we've kind of talked about it, the guy that would have had the job is the head coach in Utah. Yes, if this had, if 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 Yudoka's indiscretions had been discovered like a month earlier, Will Hardy is the coach of the Celtics right now, and everyone seemed to well, think. Let's be clear, I'm still pretty convinced. They I'm knew about con- the indiscretions. Correct. It's when they got backed into a corner. Correct. Concerning I, yes. the indiscre- it, indiscretions, it seemed like when they. They they were too late of reaching a point of no return. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah. it did not seem like that was a well kept secret. Well, and then you know last night was just like the problem Missoula has is it's not even like you don't even have to be like a basketball junkie to identify some of the things Correct. that are not going right. Like, from maybe like, if a team is on like a forty to nine run, maybe work a timeout in there. You know, and like now his problem is is like for instance he's been sitting Grant Williams. Who like a lot of people think is like the type of the exact type of player you want in the playoffs. You know, like a big, tough dude who doesn't need shots to be effective and he's can guard multiple positions. PJ Tucker. Yeah. Like he's a young T- PJ Tucker. Yeah. And he was valuable in last year's playoff run. And he's like not even in the rotation. And that's fine, I guess. But now like everyone's been calling for him to be back in the rotation so much that now you're going to put him back in the rotation. They probably in the next game. Oh yeah. But it's just going to look like, you know, you're kowtowing to the media. Yeah, you're I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. Oh man, he's a weak, he's a weak figurehead. He feels like an interim coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and at the same time though, 
he made these mistakes, and ultimately it came down to, you know, like Jimmy Butler is like playing at a level again where it's like, I, I don't know. that It's like, I, I think it's no now, matter what, I don't know if anything Joe Missoula would have done would have stopped Jimmy Butler last night. No, Jimmy Butler now has like reached Kurt Schilling level mm-hmm. in the sense that. Yeah. There's like an aura about he's him. He's a very, like, he's a good, not great regular season player. And then come playoff time, he is elite. Yeah. Like, remember Pettit was like that yeah. too? Andy Pettit with Bum the Garner. Yankees. Bumgarner oh, yeah, in his Bum prime Garner. was like that. Like, he'd, you know, he'd hover around like. Robert Ori. Yeah, Robert Ori was like up. that. Um, you know, he'd like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I mean, B- Butler's a better player than Ori, ultimately. Yeah, no, but, I, I agree. But in terms of the change in level of play. I think it's very similar to Kurt Schilling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think that is uh, that is right. Um, let's hear. Ooh, I got one here. All right. Jeffrey. Did you hear this, st- this story's out about ESPN? Mm. And uh, they are uh, going to start. They are in the, they are looking into starting offering ESPN as a straight to streaming option. Correct. Right now like when you get ESPN Direct Plus. To consumer. Yeah, right now when you get ESPN Plus, you can't watch necessary you don't get like ESPN ESPN2 with that. Yeah, I think you have to be logged into your cable provider to get to get that. You can sometimes there'll be like like for instance when you're watching a playoff game, sometimes ESPN Plus will have like the Skycam version, but like you can't watch the broadcast. Typically, you have to be logged in with your cable provider to watch the broadcast. Yeah. Um, so ESPN is talking about this direct-to-consumer stream. And I mean, to be clear, they haven't talked about this forever, yeah. but they're now push. They're, they're now, now pushing it. Correct. You're still going to be able to get it on your TV. But it just in general reminds me, and it's like combined with this new Peacock thing with the NFL and the NFL playoff game going to be on Peacock exclusively. <sighs> You got Amazon. You got Fans football first. on football on Amazon. You know you got you got Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, Apple TV Plus. Um, I don't know. It's just a, it's a lot. And here's my take: the cable bundle is now underrated, or the 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 whether it be cable cable satellite the bundle. Yes. The the at, traditional 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 cable content provider traditional cable. Is now underrated. Yeah, I mean, I've been here. I told you, I'm like, when everyone was cutting the cords, like, I kind of tipped my cap. I was like, but I can never do that. Like, I, I was never going to be able to do that. The thing, though, is, I still think this was inevitable. The day that I saw AMC Plus, mm. that was the day that I realized, okay, we got too much, too many streamers. Like, this is this is officially too much. Like, Breaking Bad, great, everything, but like. Do you really need to pay five ninety nine to wa- like to watch AMC Plus like that? That was when I felt like we were going into a certain direction. I also felt like it was inevitable because cutting the cord, people were acting like internet providers were different than the people that were providing either cable or satellite. The same thing was always going to happen. These t- these companies are publicly traded. They were going to have to show profit somehow. So if you if you didn't get the bundle, they were just going to start jacking up the price of internet. Well, lo and behold, that's what we have. Just feels like a dangerous time for people who enjoy watching sports. Just feels like a very dangerous time. It does feel like because sports fans, Valley Sports, that whole thing is very tenuous. We don't know how that. We didn't talk about it on the show. Phoenix Suns had their grand plan vetoed. We the other problem is of giving away sports for free. God we, forbid. We as sports fans don't have advocates. We need a sports TV czar. No, we need a lobbyist. I feel like you. I feel like you could be a good guy. I, I'm, I'm not in a face. You're not what? I'm I, not. I'm not a face. You could be like. Yeah, you could be like the deputy for the. I'm face. the. Sh- I'm the in the shadows guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm who the you guy. Are. I'm the guy. Your chief of staff. Chief of staff. Not even the chief of staff. Like I am. Um, I'm a Dick, fixer. Dick Cheney to, to yeah. W. We need we need somebody with a friendly face out there that yeah. can give some quips and whatnot. But I'm the one pulling the strings. Yeah, I think that's right. Because the other thing that you realize, it's kind of like what we talked about yesterday. 
TV companies now are struggling so hard to figure out consistent ways to make money with the exception of one thing. Like the one thing that it appears the general public will pay for is live sports. They're now having to do the thing where they are trying to soak every single cent out of us. Well, and here's the concern. So this is, I actually. It's a shakedown. Well, I thought of you last night as I was reading about apparently last night's Celtics uh, um, heat game, the last like eight minutes basically froze on YouTube yes. TV. Yes. And YouTube And they t- showed they showed the Little Mermaid commercial on repeat, the trailer on repeat. Yes. And which sounds like the seventh circle of hell. <laughs> um, but it had some people like Warren Sharp tweeted about this, concerned about okay, if this happened for one basketball game, what's my Sunday gonna be like with Whoa. YouTube? You know, like it was you know, there's some concern and now now people I saw respond responded like YouTube TV customers responded like this has not really happened very often that like this was more the exception than the rule. It's not like, you know, this, this freezing thing was abnormal would, in their mind. I would ask this, though. Isn't YouTube TV aren't the subscription numbers at an all time high? I don't know. Perhaps uh, probably I would think, it, you know, I it seems like it's getting more popular. It's getting more stuff. I I this is not a good omen. Yeah, you've been warned. <laughs> All right, speaking of other broadcast stuff, you know the other thing that really crystallized last night? Mm. And not that this is a new take, because we've discussed it. God, the TNT product is so much better than ESPN. Uh. Everything. The entire operation is so much better. From the pregame, from the from the de- the studio, the studio show is so much better. The game broadcast, it just feels like a bigger game. I, again, I have no idea if it's how they mic the crowd Harlan's got the big voice, and it just it's just such a superior product. And it just really stands out when you, when you when we're now at the you've got the A team from ESPN and you got the A team from TNT. So it's best on best, ones on ones. Mm-hmm. I know who I'm betting on. Yeah, yes, uh, ESPN's just whole approach to NBA coverage. It feels like it was focus group. It's like yeah. it feels like everything they try to do. All right, we got to get a New York broadcaster. Check. Like we mm. got to get the Knicks guy. Check. We've got to get you know. It, it, See, I don't necessarily have that much of a problem with their game crew. Uh, you know, because like if you compare the game crews, like I don't. I think I think Jeff Van Gundy is the better Van Gundy. Yes, but I okay. can also understand. I do like you and I love Van Gundy, but I can see where the if you're if you're a little more of a uh, positive person, mm-hmm. I can see where Van Gundy gets a little grating. Yeah, but I still think he's the better Van Gundy. I, I do. I think he's also been doing TV yes. longer. Like, I mean, he's, yes. he's more seasoned. Yes, and then I think honestly, like Mark Jackson and Reggie Miller are both kind of, you know, both. I don't think either of them are as bad as some people. Th- consider them. Yeah, like some do. people consider both of them bad, and I don't. I also don't think either of them are, like, great. Particularly good, yeah. You know, I think they're kind of right in the middle there. And then I do think I prefer Harlan over Breen, but, like, I like Breen. I just, I think Harlan's fantastic. So, like, I would give a slight edge to the TNT crew, probably, but it's, like, very close because it's, like, I give a slight edge to the Van Gundy and the ESPN crew and a slight edge to Harlan, and then... Mark Jackson and Reggie Miller kind of you know, the I same just, deal. I just think about it in, in these terms. <clears throat> the the Lakers game was probably closer down the stretch, but TNT has a way of of displaying the game or presenting the game to you that it just feels bigger. Now I do think like the de- you know the whatever the pregame and the halftime. It's very, oh I mean that's not that's even. like I it's mean, not that's where it's really that's, like. That's, that's, that's where varsity versus that's, fresh. Well, that's just, that's ESPN's biggest problem is they've never gotten that right. I don't think in any they've now had the NBA for what like twenty years now at this point probably like since the early two thousands. I want to say they got it around oh one. They have never gotten that desk right. They changed it every year basically, and they've never gotten it right. No, I mean there's never been a time where I was like, oh, this is promising with the desk. Like never. 
They've they've tried all sorts of people. Never have I come away from like the broadcast going, oh, you know, maybe this could work finally for ESPN. But I think that's that's the problem with it. I think in the end, everything on ESPN feels over over coached. Like well, it's all it's all like it does feel like nothing they, feels organic. Yeah, it's very script, much more scripted. Correct, um, certainly than TNT, but. Um, yeah, I just think it's the really the halftime and, and and you know like Charles and Kenny and Shaq can go off on tangents and be you know I I can get they can become boring to me too at times when they get all you know they get too off course if you will but by and large they're pretty good. Yeah, but sometimes when they get too off course it's entertaining to go how's Ernie going to figure out a way out of this. <laughs> like that is right. kind of like watching yeah. him navigate that maze is kind of fun to me. Yeah, yeah. So um, but I don't know. I just think I don't. I don't trust my internet connection with live sports. I just don't. Maybe that's. And I don't think the difference now between the cable bundle and streaming is that much different anymore. Well, if you really want to watch everything. Well, and and if you, I don't know if you've been paying attention to how a lot of these a lot of these uh, companies are doing financially right now, mm-hmm. um, they're gonna they're gonna start overcharging you like they're trying to get profits back well it's it's i will say this though it does feel like we are entering perhaps one of the tougher times in history to be a sports consumer on television or on like the 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 screen if you will like you are going to be charged to watch things that you have not been charged to watch before and maybe it's a situation where maybe it's like the original Remember the original movie pass mm-hmm. when you got like the original movie was like 10 bucks a month and you could see unlimited movies like maybe that situation wasn't wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. And maybe we were in a, a, a spot where like if you think about it, if you're a Memphis Tiger fan, you can basically watch every game you want to watch mm-hmm. like every single like you're now at the point where. You've we've never like there's never been a period in, in sports the, the, watching the, history. Yes, the the ability to watch correct has never been better in terms of the number of platforms and the number of things that are being televised has never been better. But in conjunction with that, the stress on like your wallet to watch live sports, I think is reaching a right now to me an uncomfortable time period. Where we're starting to like charge nickel and dime for everything. Oh yeah, you know we're getting Snydered. It's it's not great. Not not, and that's why I say I think the cable bundle is starting to become underrated. Big big props to us for never for never cutting the cord. All right, when we come back, Eric joins the program next right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey, ninety two nine FM, ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The NBA Conference Finals are in full swing. I'm Eddie Gross here to help you beat the books with BetQL. BetQL Daily was a big Miami Heat show yesterday. We gave out Heat Moneyline plus 300 and cashed it with Jimmy Butler leading the way. The BetQL model will have their favorite five-star plays and props posted for every NBA playoff game. So check out their favorite plays for LeBron and the Lakers trying to even tonight's series in Denver. I'm Ed Egros. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. At the United States Postal Service, we're reinventing our network to help keep your business moving. With new shipping options to deliver better value, greater flexibility to conveniently reach your customers, more confident shipping with new informed delivery features, and new electric vehicles for a cleaner, brighter future. Fast. Reliable. 
perfectly orchestrated. The United States Postal Service, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash moving forward. Bring that big bad energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use my promo code MARTIN, M-A-R-T-I-N, to score up to $250 with your first bet bonus. Win or lose, they will match your first bet up to $250 with promo code MARTIN. Simply visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions or download the Superbook Tennessee app in the App Store. Enter the promo code MARTIN and you'll get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win. As Tennesseans, we all see and appreciate the abundant wildlife around us and the great fishing opportunities we have across our state, thanks to your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. I'm Don King, reminding you that none of this would have been possible without the support of hunters and anglers who have purchased licenses and paid the bills over the years. Don't forget to purchase your license this year. It's a great investment in Tennessee's wildlife future. Your window into affordable luxury is Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis. At Pella, we offer quality replacement windows at any budget. I can't believe the price of my new windows. They were so affordable. If I knew I could afford windows and doors as gorgeous as these, I would have chosen Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis years ago. Right now, save 25% on your entire project or get 50% off installation. The highest quality, the greatest value. Choose Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis, your window into affordable luxury. Isn't it nice to get exactly what you want? Introducing the new My Plan from Verizon. Control what goes into your phone plan and what stays out of it. And now, get the amazing iPhone 14 Pro on us when you switch with Select Trade In and Unlimited Plus. Get iPhone 14 Pro with My Plan at your Verizon store today. It's your Verizon. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line required. $200 Verizon e-gift card sent within eight weeks with porting. Less up to $800 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. 0% APR. Trade-in conditions and additional terms apply. Come shop Memorial Day deals now at Lowe's. Prep your yard for the summer for less with 5 for $10 Scott's Naturescapes Mulch. And save on appliances with up to an additional $1,000 off select major kitchen appliances. Find savings across the store today, like five for $10 mulch. Lowe's knows home improvement. Bout to 531. Mulch offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusion supplies. See store Lowe's.com for details. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath. Fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Get ready to command the road in a new ride from Gossip Kia on the Pike. Go the road less traveled in 2023 Kia Seltos LX. $263 a month, $29.99 to its signing. 2023 Kia Sportage LX, $288 a month, $34.99 to its signing. And 2023 World Performance Car, 2023 Kia EV6 Wind. EPA estimated range 310 miles, $499 a month, $49.99 to its signing all 36 month leases. Plus Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. That's Gossip Kia, 1900 Covington Pike or shop 24-7 at KiaCovingtonPike.com. Ask for Bobby J. He'll put you in a new Kia today. If you want it, we got it at Gossip Motorcars. 50 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage. Seltos P745-8378, MSRP 23996. Sportage P7173-696, MSRP 2707, EV6 P5105073, MSRP 49965. Includes all rebates and incentives. Must minus 200. Excludes tax on license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through 531.23. Dealer stock only. Warranties Crime is out of control, and many people are asking, what can they do to protect themselves? Well, you can start by saving money at the largest indoor gun range and academy in the Mid South, Top Gun Memphis. We have the largest gun store of any range in the Mid South, and we save 
the average shooter about $15 over any other range when you come out and shoot. Sign up for your permit to carry class at TopGunMemphis.com. Come to Top Gun Memphis, save money, and pick out the right firearm for you. TopGunMemphis.com. At Blue Note Bourbon, we believe music and bourbon have something in common. They can lift your spirits, soothe your soul, and take you to another place in time. Our award-winning bourbon is crafted like a timeless song. Each note perfectly balanced for a smooth sip every time. So here's to great music, good times, and great bourbon. Pick up a bottle today and let Blue Note Bourbon be the soundtrack to your night. G&J guests appear on the Sissy's Log Cabin phone lines. We're back with the Giannato and Jeffrey Show, live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, on 92.9 FM ESPN. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, You'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion to receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. If if your parlay with four legs or more loses by just one leg, it's only at BetMGM, the best place to bet on baseball. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. That music means, of course, we welcome to the program the Memphis Grizzlies Radio Network. Play-by-play announcer. He's, of course, Eric Hasseltine. Eric, have you had enough John Morant takes yet? Uh, yeah, but I was going to tell you one thing on, on that live read you just mm-hmm. did. If you're betting on baseball and not betting against the Oakland A's every night, you are missing out on free money. Mm. Yeah. Although they did they did just come back the other night against Arizona and, and win a game that they were down by two after the 10th, but then they lost. They, they lose, like, they li- you literally will watch them every series. They have, I don't think they've won a series in forever. Uh, they lose like two or three out of every, you know, two out of every three or three out of every four games. So, I mean, I just blind bet it if I was somebody. I, as a fan of the team, it's just literally the most painful thing to ever watch. I watch Redbird games and I'm pretty sure the Redbirds could beat the A's right now. Pretty sure, pretty sure Luke and Baker, the first baseman for the Redbirds, would take every pitcher on the A's roster, not only out of the yard, possibly out of the stadium. So, 10 and 35. Yeah, a run beautiful. differential. Of minus 161. Yeah, so that, I just bet the run line every game. Because if you're going to lose, you might as well lose. You're not losing the minus 200. That, I, when, it, when the line is not like minus 250, I'm like, are they just trying to give away money? This seems too easy. But the best part is. because it's my team. No, but the best part about this is their run differential of, of minus 161, it's 99 runs worse than the next lowest run differential. Let me guess. That's the Royals. That is indeed the Royals. Yes, it is. Yeah, they've got a minus sixty-two. You could just do. You could just do two game parlays with the Royals and the A's every day, and if you lose, just double your bet the next day. Because more than likely, like at least six out six out of ten times, that two game parlay is going to hit. But now the good news is, local product Brent Rooker is is actually benefiting because (laughs) like the A's suck so much. Like he's having a good year. Yeah. He's actually he can actually he's the one guy that's producing and playing. I mean they they just have nothing. And I didn't know I didn't I mean I knew the name, but and he's playing great. He's playing his tail off. And that's what this you know it reminds me of the early night like the 1990 Atlanta Braves, the 89 and then the 90 Braves where they had all those young pitchers where they yeah. traded for Smoltz, they they had Glavin, they had Avery, they had these young players, Ron Gant, and they just said, "Okay, look, we're going to go out for two years and just take our lumps. You guys learn how to pitch. Because if you go and look at Glavin's rookie year, I think he was like 7-17. and 17. Smoltz was like 6-15. and 15. And they're like, learn how to pitch at the major league level. You've got major league stuff. Now you got to learn how to get guys out. And I think they're trying that. I think they're trying to develop these guys so when they move to Vegas, they actually have a decent young team that can compete. 
but right now it's about as painful as going to the dentist and not getting the uh, Novocaine. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. Because I was going to say honestly, when I watch the A's or I, I I look at the A's from afar, I think they are the closest real life version to Major League we've seen since Major League yeah. came out. The movie. Oh, a thousand percent. And here's the thing. But the problem. So Brent Rooker is, is going to get traded at the money. deadline. He yeah, ho- the owner he hopes has so. money. Yeah, so the, the, owner the, in, owner, the owner in Major League had money. She just wanted to move the team to Florida. Well, I mean, if I was, uh, you know, Rachel whatever, like the, the showgirl, I, I would rather live in Boca Raton than Cleveland too. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. So, you know, our good friend Jason Wallace went to the Tampa Bay Rays, mm-hmm. and I was talking with a couple of their broadcasters, and I go, okay, so just out of curiosity because they were asking me about NBA Stadium, I said, well, what's your favorite baseball stadium? And they said the group kind of agreed San Diego, and I have yet mm-hmm. to be there, so that made me want to go more. And I go, I'll bet you I can guess your least favorite. Though. <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah, go for it. And th- I went Oakland, and they go, how did you know? I said, I grew up going to those games. And the sideline reporter literally told me she was walking up the concrete steps and felt them cave. Like oh, she yeah, thought yeah. they were going right. concrete. And I, so I went down to a couple games at Tropicana Field, and I'm like, why are people complaining about this stadium? I, yes, it's not nearly, it's not the nostalgic Wrigley or Fenway, which I've been to. It's not as nice as where the Nationals play, which I've been to. I've been fortunate to see a lot of stadiums. But I'm like, this makes, this looks like the Taj Mahal compared to the, the Coliseum. And it's not even close. And we used to joke that once upon a time, the Giants built the stadium and the A's built the team and they were winning. Well, unfortunately, the stadium drew the fans to the Giants then could build a team, too, and they went on to win like three or four World Series while the A's would get a team, make the playoffs, lose, and then sell everybody the next year. It was awesome. So let's talk about Ja. Yeah, sure. Uh, My phone went crazy Sunday. Um, You know, look, it's – I don't even know what to say about it. It's sad. It's a sad situation um, in terms of that it's – I don't know what – I mean, obviously the team has suspended him, so I don't know what to make of it. You know, the people are saying, well, what if that video's older? Well, if the video's older and they put it out, then that was cool. That was even dumber than making the video. Yeah, because that's a you very know good point. <laughs> Someone would have right? pushed back at this point, too. Yeah, honestly, also, four yeah, days right, into this. You, like... you, make, you, you make that video and you go, oh, well, that's an old video. Well, then don't release it if you know what's in the video. And if you don't know what's in the video, don't release it. Whatever. I'm not going to ever tell anybody, don't have fun, don't live your life. And, and the way young people live their life on social media is that's how they connect with people. It's not the way I grew up. And so hence why I'm no longer on any social media platforms because growing up for me, and I'm going to sound like an old fart here, when you wanted to talk trash to somebody, you either had the stones to do it to their face and get ready to fight if it went the wrong way, or you just didn't say it. If you said it behind their back, you almost definitely were getting a fight. But if you said it to somebody's face, like, hey, it's either on or they're going to respect that you were man enough to say it or woman enough to say it to their face. In social media, like, I I can't tell, I mean, I'm sure you guys hear it too and see it because you have a radio show and that's when I had it. But when people just think it's, hey, it's open season on anybody in a public spot, and as you guys know, you're in a public position. You're on a, a radio show every day on the highest ranked sports station in the mid-south at one of the top sports stations in the country and you've got people listening that don't like you guys for whatever reason and they're going to let you know and they think it's just free reign hey i can just say whatever i want to mark and jeffrey and it, it doesn't matter because that's my right no it does matter you're talking to another person you're talking to another human and whether you think you can back it up or not is irrelevant you're doing it to me in an incredibly cowardly way to, a, to an extent. When people want to come at you and criticize everything you do because they listen to your show, it bothers me. Well, take that and magnify it by about a million with our players, with players on the team. And there was a reason why Adam Silver said a couple of years ago, hey, the mental health of the NBA right now is at an all-time low. And I said, well, duh. And everybody goes, well, why do you think that? I said, okay, you go read your social media posts. Yeah. And – Look at the the one negative comment is the one that's going to stick with you for hours. 50 people will tell you you're great. Oh, you're a great dad. And one guy from afar goes, you're the worst father I've ever seen. I can't believe that you treat your children that way. And you're going, wait, whoa, what? hey, whoa, what are you talking about? Not the 50 people that says, hey, man, I saw you interacting with your kid 
you're a great dad. I know this because I've gotten caught up in it. And I had to literally say, okay, the, the opinion of one is not the consensus of the masses, but the opinion of one when you read negativity is what sticks with you. So for me, it was just easier to get away from that. For young people, it's not. This is how they communicate. This is how they interact. And for them, making a TikTok or making a video in the car, singing along to a song is entertaining for other people. And if that's how you want to live your life, be my guest. But, like, at some point, you got to realize you are a galvanizing superstar in the National Basketball Association with millions upon millions of fans worldwide. But there are also millions of people that want to tear you down for what you have, and they're looking for any reason to do it. And until you realize that that's out there, I mean, like, you make a mistake, it's going to get pounced on, especially after the mistake you made. So, it's look, man, it's tough. It's I, I just I, I guess I don't really understand the, the generational need to share everything you're doing. But mm-hmm. if that's what you need to do, great. But I would <laughs> I would filter it a little bit better for me. But, but you know, look, whatever. He'll he's got to he's got to do is be him. If, if he's not being him, then he's not being true to himself. And if that's truly who he is, then you have to decide is that what you want. It, it's all speculation at this point in terms of what this is going to lead to for him. What to, you know, what type of yeah. suspension, whatever. Um, what have you made though of the reaction to this? Um, the the national reaction to this. It seems like it's just been very. It, it's just. The cult, the crossover it's generated, like it's been talked about on the Today Show, CNN, ESPN, you know, everyone is weighing in from all sorts of different angles. Like, it's just, I don't know, I've I've been kind of taken aback at how it's taken off. I'm curious how how you think of it, what you think of it. I think it it took off that way because it's so soon after the, the, the Denver situation. It's so soon after that that people are just going like, I'm sure all the same questions you guys got, I got like, what is he like? Why? And you're like, man, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I had to tell somebody tonight, like, well, I mean, you're around him. I'm like, hold on, time out. I'm not around him. I'm really <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah. I, I ride a bus with him, talking to his daughter, and I respect his privacy. Do I fist bump him when he comes on the bus? Yeah. Does he say hello to me when he crosses my path in the hotel? Yeah, more so than a complete stranger. But I'm not around him. My phone doesn't ring at 9 o'clock on a Thursday in, you know, Cleveland when we have a night off, and it's Ja going, yo, man, where are we hanging tonight? Yeah. That person calling me is my age, and it's Rob Fisher, and it's like, where are we going to dinner? What game are we watching tonight? They're doing their own thing. I'm 50. He's 23, 24. Yeah. They're not hanging with us, so I'm not around him. So I don't know, And but I that some people said it where – and this is absolutely true. There are going to be those in the public that villainize people on ESPN, people on the radio like you guys, people on doing this interview like me. They're going to say, oh, you guys are just out to tear them We're not out to tear them down. We're just going like, yo, dude, like you are a commodity. Like, And I get that that is something that's relatively new in terms of how you've lived your life up until you joined the NBA. But you are a, you're a corporation. You are the corporation of John Morant. You are a multi-billion dollar potentially, or at least a billion dollar. I won't say multi, but potentially. You're a billion potential billion dollar corporation in yourself. And when you get to that level, things change. The rules change. The game changes. And it may, whether that's fair or not is irrelevant. Whether you think that's fair or not is completely irrelevant because the people buying tickets, the people buying jerseys, the people watching games, they don't want to think that, oh, my favorite player is still true to his roots. They want to think my favorite player is someone I want to look up to and be just like. And, hey, you want to be true to your roots, that's fine. Like, I I don't have a problem with guys staying loyal to friends that have been there with him for all of their lives. But if the friends can, you know, are putting you in a bad spot, at some point you got to go, hey, we maybe we need to – slow our role or change the way we do things here you know that there's there's been plenty of people all their lives that have grown up and not had a lot and then all of a sudden found stardom whether they're musicians actors that have gone okay i can no longer now that i'm playing 
guitar for $10 million a year or whatever it is, and I'm on every music magazine, I can no longer go to the same little dive bar I went to, and when my best friend has one too many shots, get in a bar brawl and think it's okay. I'm now a commodity. I can't get arrested. I can't do those things without some blowback. Same thing for athletes. Same thing for actors and actresses. You can't go run wild when there's an expectation that comes with stardom. And whether that's fair or not, that's a debate for another day. There is an expectation that comes with stardom that you have to kind of follow certain guidelines of what you do and positions you put yourself in. And when you've got that kind of money, people don't understand why you would put yourself in a position where it can be taken away from you. And, again, I'm not judging the young man. I don't – I'm not – if I sat here and said I haven't made mistakes in my 20s that I look back on and go, jeez, what a dumb thing to do that was, I'd be lying to you. Everybody would be lying to you. There's not one person that I know that's my age that doesn't have a, oh, yeah, when I was 20, guess what I did? And you laugh about them when you're 35, 40, 45, 50 like we are now, and you go, what was I thinking? And I'm sure there'll be a day that that comes for him hopefully sooner rather than later because I wasn't going to lose out on money because I had